Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast episode 63. My name is Paul Mann and I'll be hosting the show today. Well, we have a win to talk about and we have some uh, late drama and we have a certain Nelson, Nelson Oliveira. First of all, I've been joined by Dave Stevens all the way from Vegas. Hello, Dave. Hello. Happy to be here. Hi. Good to have you on. And I've also been joined by uh, Eric Oregard, who think is a little bit nearer to Reading. All, all the way from Burfield Common. Yeah. Hello. Common. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same, but both as good as each other. So last night we all saw the match. Me and Eric were uh, at the game. Dave, you watched it, I assume, on iFollow. Mm-hmm. What did you make of it, Dave? Just a whole kind of quick look at it. Um, it was an interesting game. I went into it hoping we were going to do something. Um, coming off the back of the two clean sheets, I felt like we, we'd set ourselves up for something good. Um, and I felt like we really didn't get a good start at all. I was really worried. I thought we were just going to throw it away. Um, and then it all just changed on that goal, that first goal going in and showing that we could score even when we're playing pretty poorly. Um, just got a little bit of hope. But I will say towards the end, I was more scared at 1-0 than I was during the 0-0 against Sheffield Wednesday uh, at any point. So, yeah, overall, good win and, and good positivity. But, yeah, still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if, when you mentioned there about... I don't think that we played that well, but to win ugly, essentially what we did... I mean, the last the two goals he scored weren't ugly, but apart from that, we did in the first half particularly, it was it was not good at all. Not mm-hmm. really. But you stay in the game and that gives you the chance, doesn't it? So what did you make of it, Eric? Yeah, it's really nice that like, we've been talking or you've been talking on the pod the last few weeks. We played quite well and not seemed to get the results. So it was nice to kind of not play as well, but actually get the three points. And at this point, that's all that really matters. We're out the bottom three, so positivity all round. I think it's um, really difficult to not get excited. I was really excited last night when I got home. Um, just can't remember the last time I left the Madstad feeling like that. So it was really nice actually for a change to have that winning feeling. Yeah, especially when it went to one all, And I'm sure we were all kind of slightly dreading a draw, but even worse, Blackburn was starting to get a little bit back on top. But they didn't have any actually clear chances after that small little window of two or three minutes between the us getting our second goal. But oh, you could feel the tension in the whole of the stadium, and it just the hope just evaporated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when- I think it's the the first real signs that Jose Gomez has actually changed things around. Because I mean, for the last two seasons or so, that is this typical game where we would have gone on to to either lose, but probably lose, or maybe even mm-hmm. just draw the game. But to actually turn it around. I think Jose Gomez has actually had a bit of an impact now, but obviously it was a bit of brilliance from, from Oliveira, really. What a what a goal. Oh, for sure. I think... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the technique's excellent. But I think one thing that really got me about the win, and I, I tweeted this yesterday, but um, to win was huge for us. But to win after being pegged back, like when was the last time we did that? I can't can't remember. So it it was a really really important thing, and yeah, uh, it helps that we've got someone of Oliveira's class now, uh, capable of doing it. But to not have heads go down um, initially after the equaliser, I have a, a group chat that I'm in during the games, and and we were kind of talking about it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we're going to lose this now because it's just what we're used to," you know? Yeah. Um, and it kind of made it that more sweet. Yeah, totally. I mean, when we look at both the goals that we scored, I thought the John Swift goal was really good work from Yadam. 
as he could have easily have lost that ball there. Gets a good early cross in Swift. Doesn't panic from a player who hasn't scored many goals in this this season at all. Only one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he scored, which was I'm going through the top of my head. I'm trying to remember who it was against, but it was an important one. Forest, but Forest, a couple of weeks it. ago. Thank yeah. you, Eric. That's right. Thank you, thank you. And um, uh, you just think that is such an important goal because in that first half there are quite a few chances that Blackburn should have done better on. I mean, thank goodness we got Martinez in goal because he made an excellent early save. They kept us in it. And then there was another one right at the end of the first half from Ajari when he gives the ball away. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We can go on to the different players who didn't perhaps play so well. But I thought Swift, after that goal, really came into the game in the second half. What did you think, Dave? Yeah, I think with, with Swift, um, this game kind of epitomised what we've said about him. Um, if In certain situations, he's really frustrating. And you know it's there. You know he's got it, but he's not showing it. And then he, after like the, the goal was taken so well, like he puts it through the player's legs, so the keeper's unsighted. The finish is clean, uh, excellent, excellent technique, right? And then the the pass for the winning goal, amazing, right? So when he's like in that attacking position, he can kind of dictate. He seems like he's doing pretty well, but then you still had those um, like sloppy touches at times, trying to take too long on the ball. Which I mean, three four players were guilty of that last night, but um, I felt like the way the way he can play justifies his inclusion. Um, you, you take Swift out of the game last night, and what do we do? Um, there's, there's very little that the others were, were creating. Yeah, I don't think we've got another player that can do have those little moments of possibility. I mean, the pass, like you say, for the Oliveira goal, it's made to look easy, but that is not a simple pass. They hit it straight to him. Under the pressure... Because how many mm-hmm. teams have we, times have we seen players try and attempt to pass under that pressure in the last 18 months and it's ended up nowhere near anyone? And also probably quite tired as well, looking yeah. at his kind of recent fitness record. So it was a great pass. I, I've been a massive critic of John Swift in the last, I don't know, well, the whole season really. But if you look at the goal against Forrest, you look at the the goal yesterday, obviously, and also then the, the pass, you, you've got to kind of say, fair play to him. He's improving. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a player that's going to be flawless. He's always going to have that misplaced past. I mean, if he was flawless, he'd be playing at a higher level than, than Reading probably anyway. Yeah, no, that is uh, certainly true. But the goal, the Nelson Oliveira strike, it's the little shimmy. He makes the space. He kind of, And then he tried this exact move earlier in the second half and he didn't get quite enough whip on it or power. But this time he hit it absolutely perfect. And I'm sat almost directly behind him when he had the shot in the Dolan stand. And you thought, that's going in. You have that split second <laughs> when you know it's going to go in. And that is the best moment. Because right, just to get that goal, to give us the win, I kind of felt that we were going to win after that, even though a bit nervous. But just the pure technique. And you can see why he's got... He was one of Portuguese greats' hopes a few years ago because he's got so much about his game. And if we could get his attitude right, he could be a fantastic signing. Dave, what do you think of him so far, not just last night? Yeah, not just last night. What I've seen from him, so there's, there's two things that I think he really brings us. First of all, having that talent and, and that feeling that when he gets on the ball, he's probably going to do something. We saw that um, ch- attempted chip in the first half that we're yeah. all willing yeah. in from now. Yeah, uh, He's got the, the talent and the technique. Um, but also, if you notice the um, the way he holds the ball up 
Um, that hasn't been talked about quite as much because it's more exciting, the other stuff he does. Um, but generally, when he's on the field, the ball is up the other end of the pitch um, being, being held up there. Uh, if you look back, I don't want to bring this up. I, I, I'm still trying to get this one out of my head. But that Bolton game while we were winning, yeah. he comes off. And then not to attack Loder, but, you know, he yeah. doesn't have that same, like, now... Experience to, to is, as well. Experience yeah. is the word, right? Yeah. To keep the ball up there, then the ball starts coming back, the pressure's coming on, and we saw what happened. Um, each time we see him on the field, the ball is being held up nicely. He's getting on the end of things. He knows where to go. He's making those runs. Um, yeah. and, and in I'm, terms of his... Sorry, Karen. No, I was going to say, the one thing that really stuck out for me was Gomez's interview afterwards yesterday, and he... Uh, you talk about Oliveira's attitude, and Gomez said that Oliveira actually wanted to play at Sheffield Wednesday, but the doctors would let him. So no questions about his attitude so far at Reading, and I suppose it's just a question of how long can we keep him happy, and you know, hopefully his Portuguese connection with Gomez and um, a few other sort of players in and around the place, hopefully he'll he'll stay happy and, and, and yeah, keep playing like he is, because he's definitely a class above any striker we've had for a long time. when um, uh, Nelson Oliveira scored, uh, signed because he thought he was basically a bit too good for this league if he's at his best, which I think is a fair comment. I don't think any of us, if you can get Nelson Oliveira playing at 90% of his ability in most games, he's going to be very, very dangerous in this league because he can do things, other, especially in our part of the league, in the bottom three, six, there's no other team that have got a player of his ability. It's just, just none. Not he even close. I think, like, like you see how um, uh, Rodwell was the defender. I think that he beat yes. for the goal. Um, you could, you can almost see it even on the camera. Like Rodwell's face, just like he doesn't know where he's going to go. He doesn't. He's like backing off. He's like coming in. He doesn't know what to do. And that's the thing. Like you, you get the sense that Oliveira knew exactly what he was going to do, but he gave off like no clues to anyone outside. And we haven't had that for a long time. I'm, I'm trying to think of a striker. We've had a lot of good strikers, but they didn't even have that kind of skill. Um, no. they were more, uh, yeah. I would say the nearest we've come on is on in an impact or ability, but it's a different kind of ability. I would say it's Glenn Murray. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's Possibly, but I'd, if you put them one against one and they're the peak ability, I'd say um, Oliveira is probably better. Mm-hmm. But Glenn Murray's obviously scored the goals in the Premier League, so that's a hard one to uh, argue about. Yep. If you're scoring <laughs> goals in the top league, you always have yeah. to bit to your record. Um, going on to the slightly negative, well, I wouldn't say negative points about last night, just players who didn't play to their full potential, possibly. Because, no, I don't think anyone was atrocious last night. I don't think it was that kind of uh, situation. There were some players that didn't play that great. i say Kelly, Ijaria, Aluko and Richards, all players for different reasons, didn't quite play at the level. The player I would perhaps say was the one who was uh, suffering the most because of the poor play of those other players was Aluko. He wasn't actually getting the ball in the dangerous areas. So I wouldn't necessarily put them as poorly as the other ones. What did you make of that, those bunch of players, Eric? Yeah, I think um, Ajaria, he's quite clearly not a winger, <laughs> and nor's Richards. So, so I, I kind of feel a little bit sorry for him. I did, I did think um, Ajaria looked better in the second half uh, when he got moved more centrally. And I also think um, Kelly improved slightly in the, in, the, in the second half. But in the first half, I mean, he... 
looked like a player that hadn't played a lot in the last few months. His first touch was off. Um, he was slow on the ball. And Aluko was as well, even though he hadn't been playing. And what I really like is, again, Gomez's interview, he said that he'd been telling Mate to warm up for quite a long time in the first half. And even though we scored, he was like, well, I'm not happy with the play, so I'll change it. And it obviously proved, proved right because I think straight away in the second half, we looked better with Mate. And although Mate missed a couple of really clear opportunities uh, he had an impact and um he he caused them some problems down that side um that being said he did leave his player for their goal so it's kind of a bit of give and take yeah definitely it was a mixed uh, evening for uh Mate, i would say yeah he missed the two chances the one when he was comp- just one-on-one with the goalkeeper and managed to miss the goal completely i can see how that happens because he's not aiming for the middle of the goal there if he aims for the middle of the goal, he's probably going to get saved. He's going too much into the corner and obviously he gets it wrong. The second header, I think he should do better on that one as well. He's got to get both those ones on target. Yeah, um, I think that header, he calls himself Le Brute, doesn't he? He just needed a bit of finesse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's one of those nights, like he said. But yeah, at, when that happened, I wasn't thinking, oh, that's a shame. My feelings were a little bit stronger than that, I have to admit. But that's a football fan, isn't it? I feel that that first one that he missed, um, it almost feels like he's he's that striker, and you you see it a lot. Where if they if they have to do something in a split second, they can do something. Like his, uh, I forget who was Ipswich, maybe uh, the overhead kick. Yes, that was Uh, like that. He just reacted. I've got to get this in the goal, and he scores. With that, he had too much time to think. He's like, where am I going to place this? Where's the goalkeeper? And it was horrendous. Like I, I never want to see that again. Um, but yeah, that you do, like you say, you, you weigh it up and when he came on, on that right wing and he was pushing forwards, the game changed a, a great deal. Uh, so you've got to give him that, but, um, I'm sure yeah. he was, he was straight in thanking Oliveira at the end for scoring. <laughs> his blush. Yeah. Well, like you said, after the match, he tweeted after the match that it was a 50, 50 game from the, they got the team, but he was angry about the misses. He, he knows that he wasn't pretending that he knows he's got to get at least one of those on target. And to get yeah. missed the target with both of them, especially with a header. Mm-hmm. I mean, a header, he's normally brilliant uh, heading the ball, isn't he? So, but he did actually add with the actual uh, play in the second half because I thought we looked visibly better with the setup of the team. So it's a bit of both. And I know if you're listening to this, you'll be some people will be thinking he's a striker, he's got a score there. And I understand that. I'm just trying to give both sides. With Richards is a kind of a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's not his position. So being really critical of him is quite awkward because he's not a left winger at all. He's a left back. So he's being played out of position straight away. And he's also a young player. But clearly Gomez does not trust Mo Barrow at all. Um, yeah, I think, I think also I think it was playing to, to Blackburn because they had that Brereton on the right wing. So I think putting Richards in there to give Tyler Blackett some protection. So I think that Brereton's caused quite a few left backs and problems in the league this year. So you could kind of say that it it worked in the end, but going forward, especially in the first half, I mean, it was, we had nothing down that left-hand side at all. Um, And even in the second half, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't really happening down that wing. Any attacking play was coming down Mainte's wing. So um, as long as, um, as, as long as, we can kind of keep solid, keep Blackett playing well. I actually think Blackett's played really well since he's come back into the team. Um, then hopefully we can just play a, w- a winger instead of a fullback. We had three, we had three potential left wingers on the bench, didn't we yesterday? And we played a left back at left wing. Crazy. 
is yeah, yeah, I think one thing on uh, Richards being in there, my only thought, and um, you backed it up there, is it was basically Barrow. One of his two criticisms that we get every time is he doesn't give any cover to the left back. So, like, firming that up, which makes sense. Um, and yeah, it is hard to criticize him. I remember at one point there was some on the commentary, uh, they called out that Blackett was trying to pass it to him and he wasn't showing for it and he's like screaming at him. And it's like, but if you're not a left winger, if you're not a midfielder, even like you don't know to show for it, right? So, uh, he is young, it is difficult. Um, it's definitely a position that we've known for a while we need to get someone else in uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. On the opposite side, on the right-hand side of the right-back, I think Yadam's been excellent this season. As it as we stand now, I would have him as our player of the season yeah. because I think he's been the most consistent player. Um, I think he, last night, if you look back at the goal, because I watched it back, so I recorded it, even for the second goal, Blackburn are attacking, and he doesn't panic and just kick it away. It's a, just a simple little pass that a lot of players wouldn't have played, but he's got he's a very confident player. So John Swift gets the ball, and we all know what happens after that. But it's there's little moments that make a difference in a match, I think. And I think he's by far been the best player we've signed for a couple of years, I'd say. I think he's yeah, been I think pretty good. If you talk about player of the season, I think the only one who would come close for me is Rinomota, but then Yeardom's played more. So I'd probably, yeah, Yeardom has been excellent. I, I can't remember who it was. It was someone on Twitter last night that said, you, you kind of watch Yeardom and you go, oh, I didn't realise that this is how right-backs could play because we've had Chris Gunter for so long. And I don't mean to, to bash Chris Gunter, but I, I do prefer Yeardom. I think he's got more quality going forward. Um, Gunter's been a solid performer, but he's... You know, he's quite negative with his play a lot of the time. It's sideways, it's backwards, etc. So, yeah, I'm really happy that we signed him. I was quite worried we signed him from Barnsley. You know, how good is he? But he's he's definitely improved us, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think that confidence is a big, big deal. Like, uh, again, a uh, fan of what Chris Guns has done for us, not going to pile on him, but um, he didn't offer too much going forwards. And he was a solid performer, but like this season especially, he looks panicky every time he's on the ball. Whereas yeah. with Yeardom, he's in there and like I never really felt like he was going to get beat too much last night. He was heading away. He was uh, making passes. Even when he was getting closed down, he would look for a pass and, and, and find his man. And then going forward, like as much as I love Swift's finish on that first goal, all the work was Yeardom. Um, yeah. And obviously, Oliver is going to probably get everyone's man of the match for, for doing what he did and fair play to him. But Yeardon was up there uh, for me before that for man of the match last night. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. I think, yeah, it, obviously, Nelson's going to get it, isn't he? Because it's the way it works. If you score yeah. the goals, <laughs> you get the glory. And that's the way it, uh, it always will be. But Yadam, I think, has been uh, really good. Another one is Miazza. I think he was mm -hmm. excellent again last night. I mean, <laughs> He's a player I'd love to see stay, but I'm not sure that's going to happen realistically at the end of the season. But how good has he been, Dave? He's just so solid. He's so good. So he's someone that obviously being American, uh, he's he's highly regarded over here. But I kind of take that with a pinch of salt. No offense to anyone listening, because um, you know they're very much they want a, a American star to come through. So you get a little bit yeah, of a bump. Th just think like of, think of Freddie Adu a few years ago. Right, he's actually playing for <laughs> Vegas now. He's playing for a, a USL team. Here, so wow. Hopefully Miazga doesn't do the same though. I would like to. See him. No. Uh, but yeah, the the thing I feel with Miazga, um, him and Martinez, the same actually not to collate them together but um 
It reminds me of, do you remember when Matt Upson came in for like 14, 15 yeah. games, whatever it was? And you, you, we've had lots of loan signings that have done okay for us or done well for us or whatever. But when Upson was here, you were like, well, he's too good for this level. You know, like he, how have we got this guy? You know, this is really good. Uh, I see the same from Miazga and I see the same from Martinez last night. Like he, they are a class above this division. And um, how we managed to get them in, in Gomez we trust. That's, that's beautiful stuff. Yeah, totally. I think you've got to probably say it's down to a certain bloke called Keir Jarachan, isn't it? And his links. <laughs> I think that's how it's happened. But both of them are not just one step above the other options that we've had, multiple. I mean, Martinez. Yeah. I saw him make a mistake last night. Um, that was it. One mistake <laughs> I've seen. And we got away with it. But he's just such a step up. He doesn't, he makes slightly difficult saves look ridiculously easy. And everything he does looks so calm and assured. Yet again, going back to the same from Yaska, it's just, it gives this whole team a kind of assurance. And you think, okay, you might get past our defense, but you've still got to get past our goalkeeper. And if you do that, well done. But it's not going to be easy. <laughs> but yeah, another so thing nice, with Miazga that I liked, um, and I, I'll never know if I'm saying his name right, so I'll just keep no, doing it like that. Um, <laughs> the thing that surprised me, like we, we know about his aerial stuff, he's a big lad. Uh, we know that he's good at anticipation, but he's actually pretty fast as well. Like yeah. a lot of times last night, he's got that pace, which is really good to see. And um, yeah, both and going back to Martinez again, uh twice i saw it i don't know if it came out in the stadium but uh on the video um setting up for corners the first time blackett wasn't where he wanted him to be for the corner so he physically moved him he was like come here there yeah. and then he turned around and he spoke to the rest of his defense and they did it again later on and that's what i want to see i want to see someone totally. take charge come and yeah. claim it come tell people what to do and we haven't had that for a long time we've been so nervous yeah yeah we are passive goalkeepers i feel yeah. yeah, sorry. I found it really. Now I was just going to say, I found it really difficult to vote in your poll earlier where you asked who's your favorite signing <laughs> uh, between Martinez, between Oliveira, and between Miazga. I actually gave the vote to Miazga. I just think he's okay. been rock solid. And we our defensive um, part is the bit that's improved the most. And so you could give it to Martinez, you could give it to Miazga, but obviously Oliveira gets the headlines with the goals. Um, I, I actually wonder whether Martinez could have saved their goal last night. It looked quite a difficult one, but it did yeah. go under him slightly. Mm-hmm. Possibly, possibly. I mean, maybe in that situation, but if you're one-on-one, I'm going to give him a benefit of the doubt because he's made multiple good saves. I'm not going to start on him. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. You've you so... got, you got to give him, give him credit. He's been, he's been incredible. But just looking at that goal, I watched it back and I thought, oh, I wonder if he could have, could have saved that maybe. just seemed to sneak yeah. under him slightly. I wonder yeah, what it was uncharacteristic for him. Like, it, it, yeah. certainly not a howler. No one's suggesting that. But I think, uh, yeah, just a split second faster getting down, and that's a save. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's a fair point, Eric. But it one also one thing I wanted to mention is I thought you went have maybe not say heard this day, but in the ground the club one eight seven one were excellent last night, and I thought they were really helping to uh, create an atmosphere. I mean, there wasn't that many people there. Um, we just got the uh, complete mad Reading fans there now. You don't know how much they, um, the, the I follow thing. I know the club has some control over that. I don't know how much they mic up certain areas or whatever, but it, on the I follow last night, it did sound very loud. 
Um, yeah, no, no, they were. It was good last night. No, they were really coming into it. That was uh, pretty genuine, and they were could, creating. Yeah, I, it was I could even, stadium. What did you think, Eric? I, I could even hear them in in my twenty five where I sit, and I think the the loudest chant I've ever heard from them was "You don't know what you're doing" at the ref, which was quite <laughs> yeah. funny. You're not know, the referee. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, I thought I thought they were good last night, and yeah, obviously. Um, I saw some tweets about, you know, they, they want to really try and get everyone along there. So for people who like to, who like to sing, they should they should go along. Because, um, yeah, they were good last night. Yeah, yeah last I've couple of times. So... Sorry, oh, I was going to say, just talking to do this before I forget, is <laughs> yeah. I want to say thanks to Sam for uh, hosting the show last time with the Club 8107 stuff. And, uh, yeah, wow, that was a bit of a procedure getting that one up. But we got there in the end. And yeah, sorry, Dave, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it actually goes back to the same same point. Um, last couple of times, I've been over for a couple of games this season, and uh, the two home games I've been to, um, been in in with the club, eighteen seventy one guys, and um, yeah, Sam's always helped me out getting the tickets sorted and everything. So yeah, it's it's a good thing. I I, I know it's tough, and, and people don't like parts of it, but um, I think they're they're really trying something, and, and I'm, I'm hoping that that kind of takes off and, and continues. I think the thing is, winning winning is what's going to breed the uh, the good atmosphere all over the ground. And so, if as long as we keep improving, then more people are going to go along. It's going to get better anyway. I think when when we're losing and everything's miserable, it's quite easy to pick on something like Club eighteen seventy one. And I think um, even myself made the odd comment here and there. You know, more tongue in cheek. But um, when we win, when we when we improve, I think it'll improve everywhere. And I think. With Y26, there's still quite a lot of noise there where I sit, Y25. Um, so it could just be additive, hopefully. Yeah, you can tell that we won last night because there was absolutely zero attention to Radio Berkshire, which i got to say <laughs> on Twitter, which i got to say is refreshing change for me because they're just trying to do it. I mean, whether you like them or not, it's kind of, that's what they do. They have to talk about Reading for hours and hours. I do a podcast for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and that's okay. But having to talk about the same topic, for three, four hours, you're going to say some stuff that you kind of, you know, you think, where's this going? <laughs> you know, it's yeah, of... I, actually, I actually think that with BBC Radio Berkshire, like I think a few weeks ago, they it was getting a bit silly with some of the things that they were saying. But in the last few weeks, they, they've, they've kind of eased off on that, I think. And they've take, actually been quite positive. Yeah, if they take criticism on board, that's all we can do, isn't it? You know, if you're yeah, open, exactly. that's fine. Yeah. I've so listened to them the last couple of weeks, and and Ad Williams and 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 Tim Della, are two two of the people that got most of the criticism. Both of them have been quite positive about the club, been positive about Gomez, and again, it, it probably stems from our form improving, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Once you're suddenly on a form match unbeaten run, which in our position I think is pretty good to be honest, not letting in so many goals, winning a match with a late goal from a loan signing. He's just had major surgery. The fans are singing his name. He gets a standing ovation when he walks off the pitch. Your first thought isn't let's slag off Radio Berkshire, is it? Really? I mean, it would not <laughs> not me. I wouldn't be thinking that. But it's not unless you're the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from him, yeah. He or she, we don't know. We don't know. So Sheffield yeah. United on uh, Saturday. Wow, that is definitely going to be a massively massive task. They're number one in the home form for the whole of the league. So that's going to be hard straight away. They won five, their last five home matches on the trot. And they've also conceded no goals in four of those matches. I mean, 
I want to be optimistic, but they've also got Billy Sharp. He's got 23 goals. It's going to be so tough. What are you thinking, Dave, about that one? Uh, to get anything from this one will be amazing. Um, I think, so Sheffield United home was uh, the last game I was at and um, pretty terrible from us. Uh, so, and they hadn't even clicked at that point. So not expecting too much, but what I would say is um, there's nothing to say we couldn't go and frustrate them, um, get a point or, or maybe nick something. Uh, maybe, maybe everyone's going to be charged up after last night. Maybe they're going to feel like that belief. It does seem like everybody's now pumping the air and, and Gomez is like showing that passion on the sidelines. Maybe there's something we can breed there and shock them because they're not expecting it. But um, I will say that I'm, I'm actually thinking Sheffield United are probably going to get one of those top two spots now. Um, if you look at the way they're playing, I don't know if you guys follow um, Blades Analytics on Twitter. Uh, it's just like a, a Twitter account um, doing a lot of analysis. You look at their stats and all the things, like they're, they're pretty good in all areas. So I'm pretty pretty concerned uh, for, for Saturday. Yeah, I think, I think the game's almost a freebie though, isn't it? Like our, our result on Saturday isn't going to determine where we are at the end of the season. It's the yeah. games after that that are going to make the big difference when we've got Rotherham, Wigan, Millwall. If you look at the form table, we're, we're eighth, I think, in the last six games. Eighth in the form table. We've conceded half the amount of goals that both Leeds and Norwich have. So we, we have improved. And um, it's a bit of a freebie. Nobody expects us to get anything. If we get anything, it's a bonus. But it's the following three or four games that are really going to make uh, and shape uh, whether we're going to stay up or not. Well, also Rotherham, again, is playing at one o'clock against uh, Sheffield Wednesday. So we know the result of that match going into it. Um, hopefully Sheffield Wednesday will obviously win now. That's the perfect scenario for us. But going to Rotherham is not that easy. It's that classical, um, as they like to say, tough place to go, as uh, we found out. Going back to that game that we lost 2-0 against Sheffield United, I think there's going to be nine changes to that team, even though we only played them. Our from our team and even though we played them in December so if we look at it McNulty he definitely won't be starting Loder Sims McCleary Bakuna Rinomota Yadam Ilori Blackett Gunter and Jacola. I think there's probably only two players there that are definitely going to be playing that I'd say Yadam and Blackett in three months we've managed to change around nine players I mean I think we're doing well to be on a full match unbeaten run with that kind of change around. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I think, again, the, this came up in, in an interview with Gomez. Is that the, Tim Deller asked him about the signings and Gomez said, it's not me, it was a club uh, and a team effort. So credit, I suppose, has got to go to, first of all, the owners for ripping out the old chairman, getting Nigel Howe in. Uh, getting the new manager in and then, yeah, getting those players, actually allowing um, Gomez to improve the quality of the squad because without those loan signings, who knows where we'd be now. I think it would be probably desperate times. And another comment that Gomez made was that I think selling Bakuna has allowed us to help with a financial fair play. So he's improved the squad and helped a little bit financially. So, uh, you know, it's hard to criticise any of those moves, really. No, no, I couldn't see any negatives in any of them. Score predictions yep. then, what are we saying then, Dave? Uh, I'll be optimistic. I'm going to go with uh, nil nil. Nil nil, okay. Eric? Uh, I think Sheffield United are too strong at home, personally. I think they're on a real roll. They're looking to get those top two. I think it'll be a narrow defeat, something like 2 1. 
yeah, I think I want to go for a 2-1 defeat as well. And if we do lose 2-1, even though obviously we want to keep on picking up points, I don't think that's a disaster going to a team of that quality. And Sheffield United are excellent this season, as you were saying, Dave. They're good all over the pitch. They, they don't really seem to have any visible weaknesses. So you have to accept at this point of the season, you're not going to win many games as players are saying it's going to be ups and downs so if you do want to have a bet on that do it by our fans uh, bet our partners there's a 7-2-1 special for Nelson Oliveira to score at any point hopefully that happens and hopefully we're all wrong and hopefully Reading come away with a really good win who knows we live in hope thanks a lot for listening cheers <laughs>